Jackson keeps it again, trying to stretch to the edge. What a hurdle by Jackson! Highlight reel touchdown! Lamar Jackson does it again! Now, five seconds left. Siva to carry. Okay, fellow Americans and Cardinal lovers, welcome to the Louisville Legends podcast. <sighs> Man. Okay, so for real, I was going to try to start this podcast out with a good note, but are you kidding me? Are you seeing some of these freaking p- predictions for Lamar Jackson this year? He's rated sixth. Seriously, sixth. In quarterbacks, not just players either, quarterbacks, in a recent Bleacher Report, little memo, if you follow Bleacher Report's Louisville Cardinals football, Lamar is ranked 6th, the Heisman winner, people. Are you kidding me? And I look at this with complete frustration, and I, I just can't understand how you can disrespect someone like that. This man stood up on a stage and accepted that Heisman Trophy, shook all those former Heisman players' hands, every one of them. Turns around, gives a tremendous speech. He had phenomenal stats the entire season. I get it. He tanked at the end, okay? But that wasn't just on him. That was on the whole team. I think we had 40-plus sacks last year. Seriously. You have 40-plus sacks. There's some issue. Our offensive line has improved. So where where's the complaint? If they watched the whole beginning, and Lamar earned it in that Clemson game, for real, but he earned it the whole freaking season. And the Heisman statement was when we took down Florida State. Okay, took them down. And you watched that game well. I know you did if you're a Cardinal fan. And even if you're not, that was a college game day, day game, and everybody saw it. So you can't be telling me that he is sixth. Okay, if you give a solid, and I mean a solid argument for a number one or a number two, maybe. But are you kidding me? Sixth. I can't sit here and just accept that. This Lamar stuff has got me so thrown off. Because I wanted to talk a little bit more about football and other than Lamar. Because Lamar is just such a big deal for the whole just school in general. But I wanted to talk a little bit about basketball as well. But this Lamar stuff has got me so thrown off. It's just it's difficult to deal with. But, uh, okay. Now, 
I want to kind of gradually move into this football season with a hopeful expectation of ability out there for our defense. I know we got the new defensive coordinator. I know we've got the whole new system that's supposed to be revamped. But this worries me a little bit just because, you know, I was happy when Todd Grantham was here, but not on third down. Third and Grantham, right? I mean, just, it was ridiculous. And it was hard to watch some of those plays. Because you watch Todd Grantham, and you watch him blow some big-time third downs. Big time. And how we could not stop Clemson. Oh, that irks me. How we could not stop them. We stop them and we win. Seriously. Just one of those drives. I'm not even talking about the final drive. I'm talking about just one of those freaking drives. And then we get down to an opportunity to score. And oh, thought we had it. Mm. It just, it hurts. It really, really hurts the way that game was ripped away. So this is why I'm okay with a new hiring. If Bobby believes in him, okay. I I will trust that Bobby Petrino knows what he's doing. Because he has so far. He's done a great job so far. And I will tell him that even though the first time, I'm not thinking about the first time Bobby's here. I'm thinking about now. He's done a great job building this program up from the Charlie Strong era. The Charlie Strong era was all about our defense. I don't think we've surpassed the Sugar Bowl yet. I don't think we have. And I don't think we will until we get to another Final Four moment. Okay. Once we get in that Final Four college football playoff, then I will be comfortable saying, okay, we've passed the Teddy days. The Teddy days are over. But until then... Teddy Bridgewater is still our greatest recent quarterback. Not all time, but recent. I'm talking past six years, six, seven years. So this is where I'm at as far as football on defense. We've got some decent signings lately. we got a big four-star commit, but that's a wide receiver. So that's a big signing on offense, but... As far as defense, I'm looking at a lot of three stars. Um, Hopefully these cornerbacks can step up this year and stop. Please be able to stop some wide receivers out there. I just, I want to, if we succeed on third down, I mean, it, it would be so awesome. It would be so awesome to have some confidence in our defense. I don't think we've had that in a while. And I don't think we've had that since Charlie Strong. So having some confidence in our D now will be like how we felt when we entered the Sugar Bowl. Like I felt like we had a chance to win that game even though we were underestimated. And the reason why I felt so confident was because Teddy Bridgewater had toughed it out. But aside from that, I looked at how Terrell Floyd was playing, and he's he's even in the intro of this podcast, and that was that was the turning point, even though it was the first play, it was the turning point for us winning that game. Without that interception, I don't know if we win. I think there's a chance, but I don't know if we really, really win like we did with Teddy. And that was huge. It was ginormous that Terrell got that interception. 
but I, I'm just I'm hopeful and I'm waiting on the day that we get some of these athletes back. I, I really want a good defense. I am excited for it. I hope the change is good for us, and it's it, it's looking more optimistic. I will say, here's my prediction for this year. I'll say that we win one more game than we did last year only because I think Lamar's matured some. I think we have Jair maturing some, and I think he's going to play a more exclusive position because they don't want him out there taking those hits, and I think that's going to decrease uh, possibility for him to get injured or him slowing down throughout games. And I think Jair is going to be a big cog in that defense. Um, I think the new guys will help out a lot. Uh, and I I think we're going to have a really, really solid team um, this next year on defense. So I, I'll say we go one extra game. It's a very tough schedule. I think it's the toughest in the ACC, at least one of the toughest. I would I mean... <laughs> If you're hitting Florida State and Clemson every year, you're going to have a tough schedule. But it's it's rough. We're going to have to power through some. But I'll say we win one more game. Okay, moving on to basketball. As far as basketball news is concerned, these big signings that we've had are amazing for the program. Amazing. And I'm talking about... All together. Now, you're looking at a guy named Brian Bowen. Okay? This guy, you did not expect. He didn't give a hint of clue that he was coming here. It was all Michigan State. Michigan State. Oh, they got him. They got him in the bag. They got him in the No. No hint that he was even looking at Louisville. Much less the Kentucky area. And what's he do? What's he do? He comes and signs with the University of Louisville, baby. A five-star athlete. This is awesome. Okay? This is flat-out awesome. Half the time we have to develop kids into what he is. Okay? I'm expecting big things out of this kid. Okay? If we don't get it, that's fine. But we got a freaking five-star, and I'm excited about it. But I think he will give us a lot this season. A whole lot. And I'm almost... Well, probably even more excited about Malik Williams. It's not often you see a stretch big do what he can freaking do. Handle the ball, dunk the ball, do everything on defense, everything on offense. It's just, oh, it gives me chills. It gives me goosebumps watching these guys play. And thinking that they're going to be together on a team with somebody that's already developed somewhat like Dingadell. Not developed enough to go to the NBA, but he comes back for this year. Okay, that's that's exciting. He, he can hit about any mid-range shot you give it to him. I mean, and his defense is incredible. Incredible. You can't go without having Dingadell on the floor. And I really, I, I'm saying a prayer right now for Ray Spalding. I just, whew, if we could get Ray going, if we could get Ray going. I am telling you, I am telling you, we could be strong. We could be one of the strongest basketball teams in the country. We could, we could be number one. I legitimately think that we are a contender right now with the class that we got coming in, Jordan, Nora, and the rest of these cats. I think we can be definitely 
number one this year. I think we could win a championship this year. I'm not calling predictions yet for basketball. Would we get closer to that? I will. Trust me. But the issue is, is that during basketball season, we have nightmares, okay? We have a couple games where it's a nightmare, and it's like, oh, crap. I thought we were going to be something more, something better, and we're not. We turn into this little, ah, oh, there's this little whiff here. There's this little whiff here, and it's sad. Frankly, I don't want to be a part of a team that makes mistakes like that. When you look at a team and they are performing on another level, on another level, like you know that team's got a chance to go all the way. Like Wisconsin a couple years ago, you remember how they were with Frank the Tank and Sam Decker and how they took care of business out there. I thought they were going to go all the way, but Duke somehow handled them. But I'm telling you right now, Louisville looks the part, and we could be the part. And I don't, don't get me wrong, I can't stand Kentucky. I don't want to be anything like Kentucky. But we have a one and done, we have frankly several guys that will go pro. So you not only have to look at what's going to go down this year, what's going to go down next year? It's like the two steps ahead game, okay? If I was this adept in football recruiting, okay, I would go in depth with you, trust me. But my football recruiting skills are not there yet. I'm not saying they won't get there, but I'm working on it. So as far as basketball, I know a thing or two, okay? Basketball is my number one. Football is my number two. But I go hard with the both those sports. Trust me. And in basketball, I am looking. I am looking very hard at this next upcoming uh, group of young kids. Okay, we got Romeo Langford. Romeo Langford. Let me tell you right now. If we somehow got this kid. New Albany kid, local, I mean, oh my goodness, plays this game so close to the Yum Center. I mean, come on, what is it, like a 15-minute drive? Just, buddy, come on over, baby. You don't got to go up any further north. Don't go to IU. Come to the Ville, baby, where you could possibly play with some of the best talent in the country. Get that number one spot. If we got Romeo, do we really need Romeo? I think we will. I think we really will, and I think we'll get him. And I really make that prediction strong because we've lost some kids. We've lost, and there's still rumblings about the kids that we have lost, trust me. But this kid, okay, he's not said a lot. His parents have kept it under wraps. Good for him, okay? I don't think a kid should be exploited like that. I don't think you should go off and you should try to find and uproot this kid out of what he is. He's just a high school basketball player trying to make something of himself. And trust me, he has. He's a wonderful shooter and can get inside like none other. Now, you're going to see some more and more development out of this kid when he comes to Louisville because remember, I made the prediction. He's coming here. And he needs Louisville because if he gets Louisville, 
Oh, there's going to be an uproar, and there is going to be a celebration. We, I wouldn't be surprised if people celebrating in the streets over Romeo Langford getting us a national championship or something like that. Could you imagine? I mean, this kid is local. He's not right out of Louisville, but he's New Albany, and know what? If he comes, I, I, I'll give him that little Louisvillian stamp of approval, you know. And so, man... I know I went off on this basketball tangent, and this should really be about football. But man, I'm looking for the future. It's so bright right now, and I'm so happy for our program. This is just another reason we have the number one AD in the country. I mean, give credit to Tom Jurich. Give credit where it is deserved. That man has turned this program into Beast mode, I'm telling you right now. This team, these teams that we have, I mean, I'm talking about women's and men's and everything. We got it all together. I mean, this football program contending every year. Our basketball program contending every freaking year for sure. And you look at this. We had an Olympic swimmer. Olympic swimmer. Where do you even know where the closest ocean is to us? Yes, it is out east. But the thing is is that we're not just one thing. Okay? We are a multitude. We are we are U of L. We are Louisville and I'm hyped for this program. Now, like I did say at the beginning, I think we get dis- disrespected. Okay, and I think Lamar gets disrespected, but do I think it's for the betterment of our teams? Yes. Would I like some credit now and then? Oh, yeah, big time. And that's why it was nice to get the Heisman. It was like a pat on the back, good job, but then they kick your butt out of national respect like they did with Lamar, and it got me fired up. And I had to make some calls and blow some steam off because I tell you what, I was about to take a baseball bat I don't know what I was going to hit, but it wasn't going to be pretty. So I'm telling you right now, you need, need, need to almost think, think, respectfully think. The ESPN people, the Bleacher Report people who underrate Louisville consistently. Because know what it does? It puts a chip on our shoulder. It it makes us want to be on the come up. And want to be respected. And so it pushes us to another level. Now I'm saying this because I want to not only hype you guys up. But I want to be ready for that football season. I want to be ready to get out there on that field. And celebrate my team. And cheer for my team. In the stands. On the field. Jumping off the go post up and down. I don't care where I'm at. If I can see my Cardinals play. Even if it's through the TV. I will cheer my Cardinals on wherever they are at. So yes. I think this is a good thing. That we have a chip on our shoulder. Because do you see how upset. And how livid I am right now. And my voice about this situation because if you don't you don't know how to distinguish things very well because I am upset about this Lamar and just total Louisville disrespect but you know what it's putting a chip on my shoulder have you not seen how many things I just predicted going well for Louisville I predicted the Romeo thing yeah I 
I've been hoping for that, but I think it can happen. I don't disrespect anybody, and I respect a lot of these teams' recruiting abilities, but the fact that we got Brian Bowen out of just sheer luck, Patino admitted it. Read the story. Patino was shocked that we got Romeo, or not, my bad, Brian. But I think that he won't be as shocked when we get Romeo. I'll tell you that right now because I think we're already going after Romeo. I think we already got him on our list. We've had him on our list. I think we're going to go after him. I think we're going to get him. And I think we're going to turn into contenders once again, baby. And see where this chip is going. See where this train is riding. And what I'm feeling right now is probably a ounce compared to the 2,000 tons of chips on Lamar Jackson's and that whole entire football team's shoulders. I mean, I'm looking at them right now and they are angry and they're working and they are working and working and working and working out there on that football field like they should be putting in that work every day. I'm out there thinking, yeah, this team's going to make it. This team's going to make it. And I can feel it. I can feel it in my gut now. I can feel it now. And know what? I think our our next step as a football team, I really do, I think it's taking out Florida State and Clemson and claiming that top spot in the ACC, that top spot in the best football conference in America. You know what? Just screw that best conference in America because they're better in football and basketball. I'll tell you that right now. They're better in the two main sports in college, collegiate supremacy. Now I want to ask you something. And this isn't personal. But I just want to ask you guys, who do you think is going to make it all the way next year. Who do you think, as in football and basketball, which this podcast is about, if you are a fan of Louisville or you're a fan of any other team, feel free to chime in. But I just want, just email me or send me any kind of response on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Louisville Legends. I'm on Facebook at Louisville Legends. A lot of you guys know me from the Louisville First group on Facebook. That's great. I want to get I want to get your guys' idea. What do you all think about this about who's going to make it all the way? And I'm talking about in the football college football playoff and I'm talking about in basketball NCAA tournament playoff. I just want to get your guys' opinion. Just let me know. Uh hit me up. I might put a poll up or something along those lines. Um uh, I appreciate all you guys that tuned in and listened all the way through my kind of exciting rant, hype up, mad kind of thing. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and I'll come back with content soon. Uh, God bless. And go cards.